This is The Catch-Up with Nick and Hado. Welcome to The Catch-Up, catch your up Roos. For Friday's show. I've got that Friday feeling, baby. Mm. Uh, on the show? You okay? You're very relaxed. You're taking a very relaxed... It's Friday, baby. You get excited for the weekend. You're, you're giving me a Sunday vibe. I want a Friday vibe. I've got that Friday feeling. I don't like this at all. Is this unsettling? It's not unsettling. It's I just don't like upsetting. it. Uh, no. Nerve-wracking. No. Fun. No. It's not any of those Haunting. things. Oh, you're making me yawn. Oh. Sensual. This is a low-energy top of the pod. Is it sensual? Yes. Okay. I'd say it is. Hey, today on the show, Nick, uh, Guy Sebastian. Oh, yeah. Speaking of sensual men. <laughs> <laughs> he loves getting sensual. Oz Idol winner, voice judge, all-round good guy. Maybe he's actually evil. <laughs> <laughs> he's what? He's evil, potentially. <laughs> That's the most insane sentence. Uh, Maybe a supervillain. Yeah, he, well, not quite a supervillain, but he's on his way there. Yeah, right. uh, yeah, apparently, maybe, allegedly, not a good guy. I've got the evidence for you coming up in the catch-up. <laughs> Alleged see, evidence. See what you reckon. That's awful. Uh, an eight-year-old kid got arrested by some cops in also awful news. Just disgusting. Doing something fairly innocent. Yeah, it was in Switzerland, which I thought Switzerland was all right. Maybe yeah. This is bad cops everywhere, isn't there? Mm. Uh, no, actually, I think all cops are fine. Isn't that sort of the theme they're taking at the moment? Or am, I, am I misreading protests? You are definitely misreading that. Uh, hit straight as well today, Hato. Yes, the best soap opera in the world. We tune into that. Heard a rumour that it's coming to a close, Hit Street? Surely not. It's very popular. Well, we thought it was getting cancelled. I don't know. I don't think. It, I think it'll stick around for a long, long time to come. They didn't cancel it today. Didn't seem like they were cancelling. <laughs> if they don't cancel it today, then they're never going to cancel it. Yeah. Mm, all that is coming up today on The Catch-Up. Get up with Nick and Hado on hit. Every, Australia's most lovable uh, guy, uh, guy Sebastian is Guy Sebastian. <laughs> sure. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but Guy Sebastian, of course, won Australian Idol first year. He was the first Idol. Controversially, yes. Um, he is now a, a judge on The Voice. Uh, he sings this absolute banger of a track. All-round lovable man, yeah. it seems. One of my favourites. Uh, well, apparently, and now I'm saying this this is very alleged. It's not been proven at all. Sure. Apparently not a great guy. Or right. at least he's uh, angry. <laughs> he's an angry man. <laughs> yeah, so it's a really weird story that I read. And I will say this. It was on the Daily Mail. Uh, so take it all with a grain of salt. But apparently, sure. Guy Sebastian... So he's, he's, his old manager, Titus Day, is his name. Yeah, okay. Um, he's, he's alleging in court that Guy Sebastian is trying to intimidate him and that Guy Sebastian's coming after him. Intimidate him into doing what? I don't, that is not, I'm not sure about that. That hasn't been uh, revealed yet, but I'm sure it will at some point. Uh, apparently, he got a mysterious... I got a recording as well. So Titus Day, the, t- Guy Sebastian's ex-manager, got this mysterious voicemail. Now, it's hard to hear what they say, but he's saying, Guy Sebastian wants you effed. Guy Sebastian wants you And then later in the voice message, he starts singing really creepily. It's really Oh, weird. really? Yeah. Well, it's, you know, it's kind of a nice thing to call up and say, Guy Sebastian wants you to, you know, have some fun. Mm, I don't know if it's that kind of effed. Oh. I think it's the bad one. Uh, oh. Apparently, he's been receiving texts and emails from different people trying to intimidate him. 
Uh, apparently, someone came to his house and slashed his tires. Yeah. Uh, apparently, uh, Guy Sebastian knows where he lives, and like now Titus Day is just terrified of Guy Sebastian. Right. Is this the weirdest story you've ever heard? Is this of Guy Sebastian? So sounds so gossipy. He used to it? have an afro. <laughs> you know, guys with afros aren't bad people. <laughs> he he won Idol. He's nice. Yeah. Why is he doing this? Do you do you believe it? I don't think I do at all. I don't think I don't want to believe it. I don't think I, I don't, believe it anyway. Number one, I don't want to believe it. Number two, uh, why is he the ex manager? Well, yeah, obviously something's happened. But yeah. Titus Day, the ex manager, saying guy apparently has a violent past. Because mm. he, he beat Shannon Noel. Is that what he means? <laughs> he beat like... Shannon Noel to a to a pulp on yeah Australian Idol season one. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess it's all in court at the moment. But I guess we'll see if this is true at all. I don't Again, this is a Daily Mail exclusive, so it could all just be made up. <laughs> I yeah, guess. I wouldn't believe a word of this. Instagram. Instagram's telling me everything. Nick and Hado are on Instagram. Follow at HitCQ. Right now, Hado, we are joined on the line by CEO of Prostate Cancer Foundation of Australia. Uh, Jeff Dunn, thanks for joining us, Jeff. Yes, good morning. Terrific to be here. And now, it's a, it's a bit of an uncomfortable one for a lot of blokes, what we're talking about yeah. here. Because uh, it's not something we're thinking about too much, but we do know that prostate cancer, it is uh, something that a lot of blokes have to be aware of, mm-hmm. most blokes, in fact. Um, how much of a killer can this be? Because we hear that it gets uh, you know, quite bad the, long, like the, the longer we leave it unchecked. Well, indeed, you know, and as we, as we come up to Men's Health Week, we're out and about trying to encourage men to be, to be aware of prostate cancer mm. uh, and to ensure that... You know, if they're in the screening range or the age range, just to talk to their general practitioner. If you're, if you're a bloke and you're 50 years and over, you should be talking to your general practitioner about prostate cancer health. Now, that's um, talking about blokes over 50. Say, yep. hypothetically, it, you know, it, it runs in their family. Do you ever have instances where guys should be getting checked below that age range? Indeed. Indeed, we do. So if you're a fellow and you have a family history of prostate cancer, you should be talking to your general practitioner when you turn 40. I don't know if this is something you'll be able to speak too much on, Jeff, here, but yep. in terms of that being the age range, is it, what is it that around that age bracket that starts to manifest, which is why it becomes a concern? Like, why does it start to sort of show up around that bracket? Well, I mean, look, prostate cancer, like most cancers... Um, you know, the single biggest risk factor over time is age. So the older you get, the, the more likely you're going to get um, prostate cancer. So I think that tends to be the age. I mean, the average age for most prostate cancer diagnosis in Australia is in, is in the mid-60s. It starts to show up, you know, from 50. And once again, you know, there are men in there you know, who are much younger than that who get that disease. So if you have a family history, you really do need to just talk to your general practitioner. Yeah, of course. Now, if you do, if you do sort of catch it early... Um, yeah. uh, is, it, is it sort of pretty good odds of getting, of getting through it and beating it? In Australia, we have some of the, you know, the best doctors, the best health systems uh, around the world. So yeah. in Australia right now, um, about 20,000 men get diagnosed with prostate cancer each year. You know, sadly, about 3,500 men uh, die of prostate cancer each year. But, do you know, th- there's good news there too, fellas. And for your listeners, I mean... You know, 20 years ago, five-year survival rates for prostate cancer in Australia were about, you know, about 50%. Wow. You know, today, um, you know, they're up into their well, high 50s. And today, you know, we've got five-year survival rates in Australia of 95, 96%, which is some of the best in the world. So That's amazing. There's, 
it, it, it's really a call to action. If you get this disease early, you know, our, our doctors and nurses and health professionals and, you know, uh, health systems are, are really good at treating it. Mm. So we need to get people aware, uh, talk to the general practitioners. And, and by the way, just as a general shout out for Men's Health Week, you know, men as a whole, we need to look after our health more yeah. generally. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, if, if you're a bloke, you're more likely to die of premature death from risky behaviour. One in six of us have depression. Yeah. You know, men are twice as likely um, as women to abuse alcohol and drugs if they've got a mental health condition. Mm. At the same time, men, men are less likely to seek support. Yeah, we're not so, good at helping ourselves, are we? <laughs> no, but there are things we can do. And, you know, the, the Every Man Can campaign, which we're doing for um, for Men's Health Week, it's, it's really to, to fly the flag. There are things we can do. Small changes make a difference. Yeah, great. And, and, and Matt Hayden, I think, uh, you know, uh, everyone knows Matt Hayden. He's a cricket legend and, a, you know, a, a wonderful fellow. He's out there helping us promote Every Man Can to just make small changes in your life to improve your own health uh, and importantly, the people that suffer when men don't look after their own health, it's not the men themselves only. It's also the, it's their wives and partners and families and children. So yeah. by looking after your own health, you know, you're looking after your family and your community. So it's being aware across the board of those things. And whilst this does this chat does seem like it might be aimed specifically at those guys who should be getting checked, you speak there about the partners and the families. If you've got a bloke yeah. in your life that's just a bit stubborn and isn't super comfortable with that stuff, Get into them a little bit because it's an, it's a very easy check to get, you know, yep. it's over and done with, and then you don't have to worry about it for a little bit. Exactly right. So to all the to all the partners and family members and children out there, you know, please feel free to have a chat to your bloke, yeah, to your husband or brother or son or father. I think, you know, if you're going to beat prostate cancer, you know, our doctors and scientists and researchers and nurses are doing a great job, but they can't do it on their own. It's also it's a community problem, you know. Mm. So part of the answer is the conversations we have around the dinner table or around the barbecue yeah. or at the work or at the office about prostate cancer and awareness. And, and if you're in that age range or, or if you feel you've got some symptoms, go and get checked. Yeah, Very fantastic. Cool. Now, uh, just, uh, you said just then uh, with symptoms, what are the symptoms people should be looking out for? Okay. Well, so, so certainly there are some. So up front, if you're in the age range, talk to your general practitioner whether you've got symptoms or not. So if you're 50 and above or if you've got a family history and you're 40. But, you know, the sorts of things men might look out for, uh, you know, frequency, that's when you have to get up a lot, say, at night when you've got to go to the bathroom. These are just symptoms. They don't necessarily mean you've got prostate cancer. But if, yeah. if things change, you know, if there's pain down below, if you've got some pain that develops and you can't sort of explain it, uh, if you... You know, detect any blood, of course. You know, mm. that would be something you'd want to go and check with as well. Of course. Um, so anything like that, which is unusual, changes in habits or behaviours, changes in the way your body operates, please talk to your general practitioner. And, of course, during this Men's Health Week, have a, have a think about every man can and do something positive about your health, whether it's changing your diet or starting something new or talking to your GP or doing some physical activity. I mean, men aren't always good at that either. So <laughs> no. it's a great opportunity to make a change. Even small ones make a difference. Huge words there and a hugely great cause that we want to get behind. Uh, Jeff Dunn of Prostate Cancer Foundation of Australia. Thank you so much for your time this morning. We really appreciate it, mate. Uh, thank you, fellas. And if anyone's interested, please go to our website. We've got tip sheets and quiz and all sorts of things for Men's Health Week. That's pcfa.org.au. Legend. Thanks so much. Cheers, fellas. Bye. Get up with Nick and Hado on CQ's Hit. Kids get up to a bit of mischief. Yeah. Uh, they can be naughty sometimes. 
generally slap on the wrist, send them to the corner, or you know, you ban the iPad or whatever. That's how you deal with a kid. Uh, very rarely do you arrest them for being a bit naughty. I think almost never. Or at least you shouldn't. (laughs) You shouldn't call the cops on your kids, probably. Mm. Uh, Over in Switzerland, an eight-year-old boy has been arrested. Eight uh, years old? (laughs) Yeah. After he allegedly asked a shop owner if he could use a toy banknote to buy some light lollies and stuff. So so he asked if he could? Yeah. he's like He didn't even try and do it. He he just asked. Goes up to the shop counter. Hey, mister, can I use this money to buy this? And the guy goes, nope. And he calls the cops on the kid. What? Who does that? Who who calls the cops on a kid? That's cute. That's funny. It's an eight-year-old. I would have been like, huh? Nah, sorry. <laughs> Except I probably would have given it to him if I run the store. Yeah, if it's just a few dollars. Like, probably you're going to run a store. <laughs> <laughs> I could easily be led into yeah. giving kids things for free. I haven't got the mind for it. But the cops got called on this kid, and uh, after he tried to use this, like, play money to try and buy stuff... Well, he the- didn't even try and use the money. He asked if he could. He didn't even actually do the crime. It's like if someone comes up to you and says, hey, can I rob you? And you go, no. And they go, okay. Well, they haven't committed the crime of robbery on you. Get this. The cops have arrived on the scene. Yeah. Uh, they have apprehended the child, and he now has a criminal record. Oh, God. That's horrible. Apparently, this is going to stay on his record till 2032. Jeez. So, for the next 12 years, he's going to be, you know, What's he, caught what, up in this. What was he charged with? I think that, from what I can understand, they're trying to get him for, um, like, using counterfeit notes. Like, fraud. Yeah. Wait, was he using... He wasn't using... It was, it was like Monopoly money, right? Like yeah, play it's money? like play money. So it wasn't like counterfeit money. No, you'd have to be an absolute idiot to think if the <laughs> like if the Monopoly man's on your fiver. Yeah, you, know, you got other. You know, it's definitely not real. That's so sad. Yeah, <laughs> the shop owner has been asked and has been interviewed as to what made them make the call. Yeah, and they thought that the children were trying to, uh, you know, use counterfeit goods, and he was concerned they were like, caught up in a counterfeiting operation. <laughs> in an operation of using Monopoly money, it's not much of an operation, is it? A very small syndicate yeah. that they're running. So anyway, they've apprehended him. Uh, I think as a bit of a slap on the wrist, they took him to the police station. Did a bit of no, you shouldn't do this. Yeah. The, the cops were pretty good about it. I mm. think the the store owner, uh, you know, less good. Yeah, uh, less good. good. But they took him down and probably chucked him in the cell. Yeah. Well, at least he could pay his own bail because he has infinity <laughs> money. Oh, now. He's got cash to spend. I got Facebook. Facebook. Keep up with Nick and Hado on Facebook. Search Hit Central Queensland. <laughs> Let's tune into Hit Street. Best soap opera in the world. If you missed last week's episode, don't worry. We'll keep you up to date. We'll catch mm. you up a little bit. Uh, our main character's there in the middle of the jungle. Zoe's broken her legs. Yes. Heyman, he wants to be taken home. Let's uh, let's tune in, shall we? Um, no. <laughs> what station is this ruddy show on? Tasha, oh, this is it. Mystery. Betrayal. It's all just another day on Hit Street. I believe... There's still a little matter of my payment. Say what? You still need to take me back to civilization, to the city, to people. Why should we? You barely helped us get here, and if it weren't for you, Rob, I wouldn't have these broken legs. Ever since we met you in the jungle, you've been nothing but trouble. Maybe so, but a deal's a deal. I'd hate to stir up more trouble for you once we get back to the city. Back to Hit Street, where I live. Zoe, Richie, maybe we just take Rob home and then we never see him again. Fine. You're lucky that Queenie is a caring gorilla. You better not try anything funny on us, Rob. Alright, I won't tell you any jokes then. Let's just go and then we can part ways. Jump on. We walk now. 
Oh, finally, we're here, back on Hit Street. So good to be back in the city. Oh, it's really nice here on Hit Street, but why are there so many black SUVs with tinted windows here? Hmm, I don't know. Well, I do. Get him, boys. Stay right there. We're with the FBI, and you need to come with us. Why? We haven't done anything. No, but we need you to do something for us. Specifically, we need that smart gorilla of yours. What makes Queenie so special? You see, we need an extra smart ape for our next mission. Hope you don't mind air travel, Miss Queenie. Air travel? How far me going? <laughs> Not how far, but how high. My little gorilla friend, you're going to space. Say what? <laughs> this show is ridiculous. They're going to space? <laughs> Maybe this show should get cancelled. I think this show should be. Maybe those rumours that we've been hearing about it getting canned are true. <laughs> it have to be, right? There's no way they go to wow. space. They can't go to space, can they? That's disgusting. Oh my. <laughs> Look, bit of no doubt right now. Just again, we'll find out if they go to space next week. That was the Nick and Hato catch up. Listen live weekdays from 6am on his.